Bienvenida to the Latina Business Coach Podcast. I'm Jessica, your host, founder of Femina Society for Latina Entrepreneurs, mentor, and business strategist. This podcast is for you if you have a massive desire to be successful and you know you have crazy potential, but you're still wondering why you're not where you want to be or even how to get started. The thing that you're missing, it's called strategy. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this podcast because, Mija, you're trying to build an empire and you just need someone to tell you how. Lista? Let's go. Hello, Latina Society. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Latina Business Coach Podcast. During this time with COVID-19, people are on their phones more than ever. And if you have a business, you know the importance of creating value and connection through social media. And a lot of times we just get stuck. We get in our own heads. Uh, you know, we're, we're just so stuck on like what to post, what should I create, what should I post? And instead, I just want you guys to really focus in on creating something, posting your story, sharing what it is that you're doing. Uh, because when you do social media right, you can literally attract your dream clients, you can convert your followers into customers, which literally makes making money from home. So I hosted a webinar where there were 87 women in attendance from all over the country, and we got so much value that I knew I needed to turn this into a podcast episode. So before I bring up that webinar, I wanted to tell you guys about Femina, um, and it's really just because I'm so passionate about creating platforms and resources for Latina entrepreneurs, leaders, and ambitious. Through Femina, we do that with two annual events. In February, we have our Galentine Gala, which over 100 women were in attendance this past February. And then we have Ambiciosa Bootcamp, which is coming up in August 2020 this year, August 16th, where over 300 women are going to be in attendance. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about Femina. So it really started as an idea for me to selfishly make new friends. I was on this road to reinvention. I was trying to meet new people. And I kept seeing these women on social media who were doing big things. I was meeting with them individually. And then while I was meeting with these women, I realized that everybody's lonely. We're all just trying to make friends and connections. And so I decided just to kind of bring everyone together for a coffee. And that's quickly grown. And honestly, it's, uh, Femina is now one of the largest groups for millennial Latina entrepreneurs in the country. You can get more Im information about Ambiciosa Bootcamp at our website, Ambiciosa Bootcamp. Camp.com. Snag your early bird tickets. We have 99 tickets available for $99. The regular price is going to be $130, and this event is definitely going to sell out at 300 guests. Lunch is included, and definitely go on our website to get more information. Before I move forward, I wanted to thank the Arizona Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for awarding Femina the success grant throughout this time, which has really created a resource for us to be able to move forward in our marketing plan and continuing to make those moves towards Ambiciosa Bootcamp and making that a reality, which is going to impact so many small business owners and so many up and coming Latina entrepreneurs. So thank you so much, Arizona Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. You guys have been such a great value, you know, valuable resource to me since I started my businesses. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode, which is Grow Your Following with four amazing guests who were on the webinar with 87 women present. Let's go. Our first guest is Erika Cárdenas. Erika is a native of Phoenix, Arizona, and she is the current host for Your Health and Doing More TV shows on the Cox Your View Network. In addition to her hosting role, Erika has appeared in numerous national TV commercials and campaigns as a represented talent, talent and actress. 
She's also the founder of Inspire Her, which is an inspirational t-shirt line and movement that has reached thousands of girls and women, reminding them of their value and their worth. Erica continues to partner with nonprofits and community organizations through Inspire Her and regularly speaks to girls and young women, sharing her personal story and message of perseverance and hope. She's an alumna of ASU and Walter Cronkite School of Journalism. She has more than 15 years in experience in communications and owns her own marketing and public relations consulting business. Erica adores spending time with her family, her husband of 13 years, JR, and their three children, Nick, Ali, and Noah. She believes that each of us has a story to tell, and it's sometimes our greatest trials in life that become our greatest calling in helping others. Can I get an amen to that? Go ahead and welcome Erica. Everybody go ahead and do like a little clap or a emoji or a word. Thank you so much, Erica. Go ahead and take it away. Everyone else is going to mute themselves. Um, if you just want to unmute yourself, Erica, I can't, actually can't see you. Hi, Erica. I'm going to unmute you. Oh. Okay, got me? Yes, we can hear you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I've just seen a huge impact that you're making via social media in your community. So um, I wanted to take advantage and just ask a few questions. Thank you for joining our panel. The first question for you is, um, this is a big question that we got on, on our survey and just with a lot of entrepreneurs. It's what's something that you do to prepare content for social media? What do you recommend? Hey. Yeah, sure. Um, first off, thank you everyone for being here, taking time out of your Saturday to join in on this conversation. It's so awesome to see all of you. Um, but, uh, you know, first off, I want to start off by saying, you know, social media isn't like a one size fits all for posting content and for, for your brand and what you're, what you're sharing on social media. Um, you know, you tweak, you learn, you adjust along the way. I kind of like to think of it like, like a recipe. You know, like you have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you find the perfect mix that works to tell your story, your brand, um, and, and your platform. So for me personally, what I do is I'm a super, super big visual person. So when I prepare to um, create content for my social media channels, I put pen to paper. You know, I am all about planning my week out in advance as best as I can. Um, but I use something that I love. I use this weekly planner. I'm going to, um, I don't know if you've heard of the brand Create and Cultivate. You can find them on Instagram. Create Cultivate is their handle. Um, but they're actually a great resource all around for social media, like everything. So for me, planning my social media posts in advance, um, writing down my plan for the week, uh, it really helps me stay on track and more so it helps me uh, stay accountable because a lot of times, you know, we have a lot going on, right? We're juggling so much, um, in our day. So that is for me, what really, really helps me on track with with um, planning my social content for social media and if I don't get to everything if I don't get to all of my goals for that particular week that's okay what I do is I roll it over to the next week and the thing about this particular planner um, that I love is it dissects it it breaks up every single week for you so there's so many cool uh, things that you can do but yeah so that's that's kind of what I do 
to help me prepare for my social media planning for the week. I love that. So you just like plan even a week in ahead of time, just like writing it down, like, okay, this is what I'm going to post or what I'm going to lay out. Yeah, yeah. And it's really helpful. You know, like any type of planning or any type of schedule that you have, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's easy to kind of get off track. Um, but really, if you try to keep yourself accountable to what your activities are for the week, what your goals are for the week, what your plans are for the week, it really visually helps you like, like stay on track. It works for me. Yeah, so, so good. So do you have any like apps that you recommend for editing pictures or videos so that they look super crisp? Like even behind you right now, I see a ring light, like give us some tips on how to get some clear and crisp videos. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm a super, super, this is a great question. I'm a super big app girl. Um, I'm all about finding efficient apps that will help elevate your brand and help uh, elevate your visual presence. Uh, not presence. So for me, um, there's three top apps that I literally use all the time. Um, one of them is called Over. It's O-V-E-R. And it's literally chock full of all sorts of um, templates for your Instagram stories, for your Instagram posts. Um, it has tons of graphics, tons of fonts. So I literally use Over all the time. It's a free app to download. Um, I think they have like a yearly subscription of like $14.99, but I use the free version and I get everything that I need out of the free version. So that's one app that I would highly, highly, highly recommend. The other app that I use all the time, almost like in conjunction with Over, is InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T. I probably use this literally every day. Uh, this is a terrific app for video and photo editing. Um, so I highly recommend that app as well if you don't already have it. The other thing that I recommend is light, the Lightroom app. Lightroom, L-A-G-H-T-R-O-O-M. The Lightroom app is super cool because this is a, is a big one for me. Um, visually, as far as like, for example, like your Instagram grid goes, your pictures this is where i put all of my really pretty photo presets to edit my photos and the thing is that you can go on to etsy um, and you type in mobile presets in the search bar in etsy and all sorts of really really cool options will come up uh, you can purchase a pack of photo mobile presets for like five dollars some of them are even cheaper than that. And then once you have the Lightroom app, you can save all of your presets that you purchase through Etsy and like, voila, it makes your, um, your pictures, you choose, you know, what visually, how you visually want your aesthetics to look. Um, and you can, and it helps reflect your brand and your personal style. So that's a really, really big one that I use is the Lightroom app to help edit the, the visual content of my photos. <laughs> so everybody's saying that they're downloading them. We were, we typed them in the chat, like, okay, what are the top apps you use? So I love yes. that. You said over for creating content in shot and then Lightroom app to adjust the lighting on your picture so that it's all like one cohesive yes. look on your Instagram story. Yeah. 
Sarika, how do you decide what to post? This is a huge question all the time because we're always like, what do we post? How do you decide and how do you help people decide that? Yeah, so, you know, it's really kind of goes back to like a personal question. You know what I mean? How do you decide what to post? Whether it's a brand or a business or you're just posting for personal use, um, it really goes back to the story that you're telling. And nobody can tell your story better than you, right? And so um, what you have to share, um, it's not going to be for everyone. Not everyone is going to like it or jump on board. And that's totally just know that's totally, totally okay. The people that do follow you, the people that follow your brand or your business, um, as well as your future followers, they're following you for a reason because they find value in what you're sharing and what you have to say. So for me, whether I'm posting on my personal page, Erica Cardenas One, or my Inspire Her page, Inspire Her Now, my content always goes back to the story I'm sharing. Um, so for example, for my Erica Cardenas One personal page, I know my posts are always going to somehow go back to, well, in no particular order, go back to encouragement and inspiration, sharing my TV and acting work, my faith, and my family. So like those are the four pillars for my personal page. My Inspire Her page, my posts I know are always going to go back to the t-shirts because it's a t-shirt line, um, encouragement and inspiration, and sharing the faces and the voices of other women in the community. So I think determining what those main categories are uh, will help you steer and help you create your social media posts and your content. So that's really how I decide what I post. I just kind of go back to what are those core messages that I'm wanting to share with people. And so that's how I, that's how I determine what I post. Wow, that was great. I took so many great notes. So just <laughs> like, I think that a lot of, yeah, full, um, we're, we're just kind of saying like, okay, maybe what you're, what you stand for as a brand or as a business and just thinking about those, those pillars, right? That I like that you use words to describe them, encouragement, faith. Yeah. So using words that describe that and then just think, okay, am I, is this post going to be about encouragement? Is this post going to be about faith? Like, what do I really stand for? So I love yeah. that so much, Erica. Okay, and last question for you, just so that we can go ahead and get through all of our panelists and then also save sure. them at the end for all of us to ask questions to the panelists, of course. So the last one is, um, how do you use social media to connect with women virtually and in real life? So I think a lot of times we have that gap where maybe you guys have experienced this. We meet someone on, um, we follow them on social media and we're like, they're amazing. And then we meet them in real life and we're like, tell me more. Or like, you know, sometimes that there's a gap there. So how do yeah. you, and I think that you do that really well, where you connect with people on social media, but then also in real life. So what are some tips for, for that? And maybe just something that you do to help, you know, just connect with people deeply, even on social media? Yeah, this is a really good question because um, connecting to others, particularly women through social media is like where it's at for me. Like that's like my heart right there. Um, I absolutely love, love partnering with other women because, you know, we are created to have relationships and to operate together. And we thrive, you know, when we do that and we thrive when we, when we move in that capacity. 
So when I created Inspire Her five years ago, I knew it was going to be a platform that brought women together. So I've made it a point to really stay true to that, to, to do my best to stay true to that. So, um, you know, whether it's Inspire Her Ambassadors that I launched a few years ago that actually rep the t-shirts um, on and talk about, you know, the t-shirts on their social channels and really just encourage others on their own pages. Or, for example, having women using the Inspire Her platform to have women come together to share their voices through different video projects um, and posting on their page. Or, you know, creating partnerships and giveaways with other women and other brands that I find on social media. There's always an opportunity to connect and to cultivate those relationships. That's really important for me, connecting and cultivating those re relationships. And, you know, making new friendships. Because I can't tell you how many amazing, amazing women that I've met on social media and uh, new friendships that I've made from reaching out to other women on social media and saying, hey, you know what? I love what you're doing and I love what you're sharing. And creating opportunities you know, to support one another. That's so important because I feel like we definitely live in a time and in a place and a culture where it's sometimes the world sometimes says, you know, you have to outshine that person or you have to do better than that person. And it's always like this vibe of competition. But, you know, we were actually, we thrive in such a place when we help other people shine. So that's one thing that is so, so important to me in connecting with women, um, both on social media, and then that transcribes over to relationships in real life, you know, building those relationships, and it's so important. So again, I think it's so awesome that we all, Jessica, you gave us all a platform, a perfect example, you gave us a platform this morning to come together and to connect. So um, that's really important to me, and that's something that I really, really try my very best to stay true to that. Thank you, Erica. I can feel your genuineness through the screen. I feel your energy. I know everyone is feeling that right now, too, just so true. And um, I love it because sometimes, you know, we, we feel a certain type of way, and we want to, like, be able to push that energy onto other people, like, hey, this is me. This is what I stand for. Um, I'm saying this in a meme and a quote and a post, but like, I mean it too in real life. And I think that you do that so well. Um, you and I connected on social media. We still haven't met officially in person, but when I saw you, right, I was like, I need to be her friend. Um, and that's really just how even Femina started really was like, how do I meet these women? So I really love the tips that you gave us, which, um, to, to build those connections, which you said that you have ambassadors that help you with your inspire her now project. You have a yeah. video projects, you have giveaways, you have partnerships, and all of that really helps you build those relationships. So really quick, can you tell us a little bit about the video um, project that you did? Because you invited me to that, and I really yeah. fun. So maybe just share that, because I think a lot yeah. of women would like to create their own type of video project. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I was feeling in my heart like about a month ago or so, especially during this time, you know, when we, even though all of us are social distancing, we're trying to find ways to connect, to, to, to stay connected to one another. Um, so I was really feeling, you know, it's a great time to share some words of encouragement, to give other women um, some words that maybe would just lift them up or, or, you know, bring some joy to their day. And I think we all need that, right? So 
what I did was I started reaching out to various women of all ages, of all backgrounds on social media, on Instagram, and inviting them to be a part of a video series that I started called She Speaks. So She Speaks brings these women together from all different industries, from all different backgrounds, to really just share their words of encouragement, however that looks, you know, because it doesn't always look the same. It doesn't sound the same for all of us. So every episode, um, I just posted the fourth episode last week. So the fifth episode will be coming out next week on the Inspire Her Now page. And it just is so cool because it really, really shows, you know, that all of us do have something to say. We all have something to say. And so I really felt that this video series gave women that platform and that opportunity to share what they were feeling because we're all kind of navigating this together right during this time it doesn't always look the same for all of us so we're all going through the same thing as far as you know having to stay at home and the social distancing so that's really what prompted me to start the she speaks um, video series and that's what it takes sometimes you guys is just reaching out to perfect strangers right the worst thing they can say no is no but yeah. just reaching out to people and being like hey i really like what you do let's collab on something can you would you want to do this this and this with me and that way you guys share audiences and connect and you build those relationships that's a great way to build your following on social media so thank you so much eric i know we all took so many great notes next i'm going to go ahead and bring on our next speaker and our next speaker came to the us as an illegal immigrant. After high school, she didn't um, have very many career options, but she was able to start a career as a chiropractic assistant working 12-hour days for $1,200 a month. And she thought that she had made it big, right? Just super hardworking. Um, before she started her fitness journey, she was known as skinny fat. She had a negative mindset. But after witnessing her mom lose 65 pounds and watching her mom turn that into a thriving business, she became intrigued with the idea of owning her own business. So Raina had no idea that she was going to be starting a business that would transform her body, her mindset, and create an impact on so many people. Throughout the journey, Raina met her husband, and now they're happy present parents to Scarlett. They own a smoothie shop in downtown North Phoenix called Tribe Nutrition, and they have a huge team of wellness and fitness entrepreneurs. Raina is the founder of Empower Her, a tribe for women who wants mind, body, and soul transformation. And last month, you guys, she made $11,538.32. Everybody, let's welcome Raina Favela. Hi. Hello, Raina. Hey. Thank you so much for being on. I love your story. I love the transformation with um, everything that you stand for physically. Um, mentally with your team and also just your income. So I, I love this whole story. Thank you for joining us. I know that you're a big advocate for um, creating community and also using social media to create an impact and an income, which is why I wanted to bring you on. So I don't know if you um, wanted to share a little bit briefly on that before I get into our questions. I just want to say I freaking love you. And love you. <laughs> And honestly, it was, um, you know, I, you always have a big special place in my heart. So anything I can do to bring value to your community, to these women, I'm all in. I'm excited, honored to just share what some tips that we, you know, we, me and my husband have been able to implement. I'm here to serve. I'm really here to just share some tips that are working for me. But 
Um, nothing I want to add specifically. So I'm excited. Yes. Well, thank you so much. So, okay, Raina, tell, so I know you you use social media like as a big tool to build your business and your, your, uh, your income and drive traffic to your nutrition shop. But tell us about the first time you use social media to sell something and really like what the difference is between what that was then and how it compares to now, or maybe it's the same. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so my husband currently is focused on the protein bar where um, we serve like our healthy smoothies and our refreshment drinks. Um, and I strictly work from home and do online social media. So all of like my day to day is through uh, social media through building to there. And um, I had been doing social media like for a really long time. Um, and I say like doing social media cause I wasn't really being intentional. There was no content. I was, there was no structure. There was no clarity. Um, there was no consistency, right? So I don't know if you're on this call and maybe for you, um, you know, those are some things maybe that you're struggling with right now, but we decided, I want to say like five years ago to really do social media based on like the tips we were hearing and, and people that were having success with it, we literally like didn't question it. We were just like, let's go, like, let's just implement these things. Right. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, like content structure, consistency, content. Right. So, um, but we started doing it and uh, about five years ago and it took about six months for us to have someone reach out to us about like, Hey, I'm interested in your service. So, or I'm interested in this, what is this all about? So if you're currently starting your Instagram page, I want you to know that it's going to take about six months to a year. That's what I tell personally, my coaches that are, you know, implementing social media as a way to build their business. And that's totally okay. Just know it's going to take time. You have to be consistent. You have to be clear. I know Erica did an incredible job at explaining about content and everything, but you, you really have to implement those things and then give it time for it to really show a result. So it was six Six months after we started to be consistent and um, you know I had someone message me and I was like okay great you know we uh, I told her about what we do it was online uh, well, I do feel like it's different I feel like it has changed so much it changes seriously every single year like with the algorithms and all these other things that are going on um, what we implemented now with uh, building service like services through our Instagram page is something that's been huge is having a highlight on our Instagram page about our services so you're maybe you're following maybe you're engaging maybe you're commenting maybe you're building these relationships you're following people there you're, you're connecting um, in person and then you follow each other but when they come to their to your page is it clear that you have a service to provide and for that what we added was a highlight and it literally says our services so whether it's for you it's a product or it's a service or whatever it may be like having that clear what i do on um on that highlight is i literally have the step by step instruction of what someone new coming to my page needs to do to be able to come across that so like we have free uh, a free wellness profile and they fill that out right and then um, I get their email, I contact or I get their phone number, I contact them and then we go over goals and then I, I provide a meal guide for them. Um, you know, I have workout guides for them. And so literally step by step in a highlight, that's something that we added implement that we implemented recently. And it's been a huge game changer with like, cause before we used to get clients here and there, but there, I feel like maybe it wasn't as clear as it is now. 
So good. So I definitely wrote that out. So structure, clarity, consistency, six months to a year and put a highlight on your page of what you do. But next question for you, Reina, is how do you keep up with all of the DMs and the comments? So once you do start building your following and you're being and you're you're building that um, following, like how do you keep up with all of those um, messages? Yes, really good question. I do want to say that, um, you know, it took a lot of practice for me. So if I can share all of my mistakes to you guys, and you guys can learn from that, I'm all about it. Um, you know, this is something that I didn't like, I guess I like, know how to do it on my own, I, I had to figure it out. So this is what I figured out worked best. Um, every night before going to bed, no matter how tired I am, no matter what I have going on, I do not go to bed. Well, this is like my goal for the night without responding to all of my DMs. So I clear my DM uh, messages. And um, reason being is because in the morning, I'm going to have another set of DMs, right? So there was a time where I wasn't doing this and it was like, you know, weeks, maybe days go by, like you get busy, right? So if you don't have a plan, uh, an action plan to take care of taking, uh, you know, responding to all your DMs, it is just not going to happen. So um, I feel like nowadays DMs is like the new text message. Like there's, um, I can text someone and they won't respond and I can DM them and they'll respond right away. And I'm like, <laughs> like, this is the new way to communicate. It's a new way to conversate and people want things fast. Like if you don't respond to your DMs and you don't respond right away, they're going to lose interest in your service. They're going to lose interest in you as a person. Like it's the new way of texting. I personally think so it's so, so key for you to respond to all your DMS. If you can do it as soon as possible, maybe you don't have that many messages, definitely be on top of it. But if, if, if you have a lot and you can't get to it throughout the day, I would suggest for you to do it before going to bed, clear out your DMS. And then first thing in the morning, so I have like my morning routine, right? I do my gratitude, I do my prayer, I do my affirmations, um, I do my uh, intentions for the day, my goals for the day, and then I respond to all my DMs in the morning again. So I clear it out in the morning. I get a lot throughout the day and I try to do some throughout the day too, but I make sure it's clear in the morning and clear it in the night. Um, with comments, um, comments is, is also another big one for sure. Comments to me, say that you're a real person. If, if, if you don't respond to your comments with like a genuine response, I almost feel like your, your page is not really like a real person, right? And we are real people behind our pages. So I'll talk a little bit more about real and genuine comments later on in content. But um, what I do is before I post a picture, I engage on my Instagram for about 10 minutes. What does that do? That's going to create um, for people to like see that I'm on, see that I'm active. I'm having conversations 10 minutes before I make a post. Then I go ahead and make a post and then I make it a goal to stay on my Instagram for 10 minutes after I make a post because I want to respond to my comments as soon as possible. Um, I used to do before where I used to post and I used to like log out and I got busy with my day, right? And so um, hours later, then I would respond to my comments. But if someone comments on your picture, like think about it, this person literally dropped everything that they had to do and took time to give you a compliment, to give you a comment, to share something nice, to respond to your picture, whatever it is, 
so it's it's such a big deal for you to like consider that and for you to acknowledge that right and and if you give them love back for that they're gonna want to continue to to give you love that's how we build a relationship through the comments as well so 10 minutes before posting and then 10 minutes after minimum if you could do 30 minutes afterwards that's fine as well um and just like as soon as someone comments i i respond as soon as i can and then throughout the day i respond to my comments as soon as i can there's also such a thing of like a genuine comment so i really try to make sure that if i don't know who commented i go on their page i kind of look through their their pictures i look through their stories i look through their content and i really try to find I'm like oh yeah this is like so and so you know so when i respond i say like oh my god like babe thank you so much for this like you know like I'm trying to get to your goals as well, or like your kids are just as beautiful too. And like, I genuinely say a response that's going to allow us to go back and forth in my comments because it's going to build engagement. And uh, with the new algorithm right now with Instagram, if we have a conversation going back and forth with someone, Instagram notifies that as like, this is a friendship. And so my content will show a lot more on her page. If we have a back and forth conversation, whether it's through DMS, through comments. So anytime I comment or DM someone back, I try to make it a, a question or something that's going to continue our friendship to build, not just like a, Oh, thanks. Or like a, a kiss or, you know, or, I mean, sometimes it does end that way and that's fine. But, um, the whole like cute pic or like good job girl it's just like yeah it's probably beating the algorithm uh you know statistic but is but are you showing that you're a, a real human like is that a real comment right so that's what i would suggest on responding to comments and dms um that's pretty much it dang so so good just being so relatable and such really great tangible tips on building that relationship in the dm and in the comments right now i guess that is the secret that really really is is through the dms not posting and ghosting like you said um so such great tips the chat is going pretty crazy right now with like yes 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 okay so here's the last question for you and that's pretty much like how do you use social media to build a community a team like you have a huge team a huge community on social media, but then also in real life. So how do you, you kind of touched on it already on building those real relationships, but how do you translate that? Because you and your husband are so good on like loving on people. How do you use social media to build that? Yeah, so um, I think you mentioned it, like Instagram is like my personal business card. So if I meet someone out in the, like, you know, in the supermarket or something and uh, we have a conversation, it's like, you know, let's follow each other on Instagram. So from there, really just working on, um, so when I'm like following someone or if someone's following me, I ask myself like, personally me, I don't follow someone that I don't. I'm not getting any value from, right? So what value do you bring to your followers? Like what is, what makes you stand out? And um, I focus on either like educate, encourage, or entertain. Those are my top three. And then who is your ideal client or your ideal audience? And I focus on that for me, it's moms, fitness, and couples. So my content all is around those three things. And I space them out throughout the month. I actually plan out my whole month in content. I rather do three to four posts in a week versus like posting every day and just posting to post. I used to do that posting to post, but like, is there real value in your post? Is there real content? Is someone going to want to share your post? Is someone going to want to, you know, comment on that post Is someone, is that going to bring some type of encouragement, entertainment, or education to your followers? And so like, who is your ideal audience? And, um, what we really focus is just really connecting so i make 
I'm following people that I genuinely want to follow. Like I don't follow someone that I don't want to follow. Right. And so I would think the same thing to me. I would think if someone's following me, they want to follow me. So, um, you know, really focusing on just having conversations about what we have in common and really like I, you know, I would like focus on commenting messages, engaging, and then bringing real true love to them. And all I really focus on is giving value to my followers. Like that's it. I don't think about anything else. I just think of how can I just continue to give value to them, whether it's through my services or other services or whether they want to use me as a coach or they just want to start being healthier on their own. Like I'm here to impact them positively, give them value, make the world better, whether it's with me or just me next to them. And so that's my main focus as I'm building these relationships like how can I just give value to people and then we end up becoming friends and in the future maybe they refer people or whatever it may be so I hope that answered you Reina that was so good yay all right let's give it up for Reina silent claps or some emojis some words um such a great topic like great 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 responses here um are some recaps for you guys um just thinking about what value you bring you um post content that encourages educates um, or inspires you don't post just to post um, you comment like you're a real person which really really translates so thank you guys so much for that our next panelist is Priscilla Nicole she is a mommy entrepreneur who has always had the passion for fashion and makeup since she was very young in 2015 she started her Instagram platform with posting makeup looks and fashion looks and soon after her following began to grow and many doors began to open she quit her job and she became a full-time makeup artist and she's gotten the opportunity to do makeup on celebrities and throughout the connection of her platform on social media connect with so many different entrepreneurs and other women around the world and Priscilla decided to take a leap at the age of 27 to open a makeup studio so with lots of hard work and dedication a year and a half her studio has turned into a full-blown boutique Priscilla owns Glam Studio 9 Glam Studio 19 and has also started her own lash line called Priscilla Nicole Lashes after one year of opening her boutique. She now carries over 75 styles of mink lashes in her store and a full selection of clothes, accessories, shoes, you name it. Priscilla believes that with a little hard work and dedication, anything is possible. All you have to do is believe in yourself. Hi. I'm like super nervous. Hi guys. Don't be nervous. Okay, you have like 150,000 followers that you post to every day, right? Um, we, if you follow Priscilla, she is her true authentic self. She's like, here's my food, here's my lashes, here's all of the things. You've been posting some really great TikTok videos. So don't be intimidated by just 83 of us. You do, you, you post and, and talk to hundreds of thousands of women. So thank you so much, Priscilla, for being on. Um, you are a true pillar of fashion and lashes and beauty here in our community here in Arizona. You're Latina, you're a boss, and you just have built a, I like that hoodie. Um, okay, so first question for you, Priscilla, is to tell us how you use um, social media to drive traffic to your boutique online. So you have an online boutique, you have a boutique in person, and then um, you have your lash line. So how do you use social media to drive traffic? Well, the funny thing with that is I just started my online not too long ago. So I had a friend who was encouraging me to do online. And prior to that, I was just, you know, I just had my, my store, you know, like my, uh, but just like, you know, my, my standing store. So I just had that. And the way that I was getting my traffic to that was by 
posting pictures, using my product, showing how to use those products. Because if you just show a picture, for instance, of lashes, someone's not going to really know how that product looks until you personally wear it. So I would do that. My biggest thing is obviously makeup. I love makeup. So I would wear my products, show how to use those products, let them know where they can get them. After a while, I started getting a lot of people asking me about online. I never knew how much traffic you could actually get online. This quarantine has actually showed me a lot, like how much people shop online. I never knew that before. So now even more before than ever, before when I first started um, uh, with working with other brands, you know, I was promoting their stuff. Even though I had my own boutique, I was promoting so many other uh, brands as far as like clothing, makeup, and then one day like a light switch went on and I was like, why aren't you promoting your own stuff? You know, people aren't going to think like, is her stuff even that good? If she's not even wearing it, she's not even using it, she's not even promoting it. So that's something that I definitely switched and I started, you know, using mainly my stuff, my products, and that drove like an insane amount of people to my business because people are always going to want to know, you know, when I do a video, when I do a look, where, what are you wearing? Where did you get that from? Where can I get it? And so that's something that I've learned, you know, along the way. And as funny as it sounds, I didn't want to seem like cocky. I don't know why, like I would rather have been supporting other people, even though I had my own business, as funny as it may sound. But yeah, so that's something I do. Um, pictures are really good to do, but something that I've noticed is videos is probably a thousand times better. Even though you might post a picture that looks amazing, you know, the, the picture might be the most beautiful picture you've ever seen of makeup, um, you might get a little bit more engagement in a video. Sometimes my videos, I'm not even kidding, I do with a Snapchat. They're like wonky videos, but it's showing how I use it. I, use, I show my final look and people love that. And I'll get more sales with that than just a picture. I'm a true witness, like true testament to that. I'm like, I'll watch your videos and, um, and you do, you're like, start to finish. This is what it is. And you're so consistent. I know like if I pull up social media, I'm like, Oh, here's Priscilla again with her videos. And it's like every day. And I think that's, um, for sure. Something that's helped you is like that consistency that you're always showing up. So um, how would, how often would you say someone should post if they want to grow their following? So you definitely have to post at least one to three times a day and every single day. Um, I know that for a fact, because when I started social media, I want to say like about 2014, 2015, I was very consistent my first year. And in my first year, I think I gained like 15,000 followers, which isn't that much, but at that time it kind of was. So I was like, wait, like I was just posting pictures, like what's going on here? And then I stopped for a year. I literally like, I'm not kidding. I dropped it cold and you know, everything, you know, stopped my following stop. And the thing with that is once you stop and you try to come back up, it's a lot, the work is a lot more. Like it's not as easy. Once you like start that momentum with your following, it gradually goes. And if you stop, you're going to just, you know, bring it back down again. So definitely being cons consistent is the number one thing that people don't realize. You know, you can post a really gorgeous picture 
and you're like, okay, that picture is worth a thousand likes. But if your next picture, you know, like if your last picture was a month prior, your engagement's not going to be anything. So being consistent is like it when it comes to social media, like you have to be very, very consistent. Yeah. And then also, how do you keep up with all of the comments and posts? Kind of a similar question to Raina, because when you do have that type of engagement and likes and all of that, like, how do you still show your authentic self, but like connect with all of these people at once? So when I do that, I get, I'm not going to lie. When it comes to my DMs, I get quite a few DMs. You know, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm running my business. I do everything on my own. So I would be lying if I said that I got to everybody, you know, on my DMs. I don't. I try and do my very, very best. Um, When it comes to DMs, I probably do better on my comments. I try to respond to everyone on my comments to just, you know, let them know thank you. And when it comes to my DMs, it's more like once I've posted something, I'll quickly go get those few girls. Then in a few hours, you know, I'll try and get another few and kind of go like that. But for me at the moment, um, you know, responding like that, it does take a lot of time. So don't feel guilty. You know, if you get tons of messages and you don't get to everyone, because I can't imagine, you know, like people that have a million followers, there's no way you're going to get to everybody. You'd be sitting on your phone for hours. I just checked my phone the other day, like how long I was on my Instagram a day. I'm on my phone more than two hours. You know, that's, that's a lot of time. Yeah, for sure. And I get that. But I think a lot of us feel that guilt too. Like you said, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. And it's hard to like find that balance of like not being on your phone all day, but I got to respond to people. So um, I, I for sure get that. And I know that you are um, kind of what we call a solopreneur. Like with what we see with Priscilla, you are a, a traditional business owner. You have a boutique, you have stuff online, you have lashes, you have makeup, and then the whole, you know, I guess, influencer. So mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to bring you on because you kind of tap into an area that I think a lot of people want to grow into or kind of have questions about like, how does she do all of that? Um, it's, it's really hard. You know, I, I have hired, you know, someone recently, but now with all of this going on with the social distancing, I haven't been opening my boutique, you know, how I usually do. And, you know, doing the online orders, my fiance does help, but since he's essential, he is currently working. So it has gotten a little bit harder. I'm not going to lie now being home, having my little daughter and son drive me crazy 24 seven while still trying to package everything. Because when I get, you know, my online orders, I'm making sure everything's being sent out either that same day or next day. Yeah. And you're quick with sending orders out. So, so good. Priscilla, all right. Well, we're going to give you like a quick snap for like doing all the things and being a mom and showing up. So thank you for that. Everybody, all the moms on here and business owners, but really late and bring I know. I feel so bad. Everyone's like, Priscilla's the hardest person to get a hold of. Like I, even my family, like, I'm not even going to lie. My family is like, dude, like, are you the president? Like, why is it so hard to get a hold of you? Like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, you know what my biggest issue is though? I think I've gotten into that zone of social media where I know I can't get to everyone and it has kind of transferred to even like my family and my tech. So if I see something, I always respond mentally instead of physically. Yeah. So that's something I have to work on for sure. Yeah, for sure. And that's just being transparent. I love the transparency. I think we can all relate to that. Sometimes we're like, I'll get to it. And then, and then we miss it. But okay. So last question for you, Priscilla is 
what you recommend to a new entrepreneur, okay, a new business owner, somebody that's barely starting from scratch right now, um, what do you recommend to her for barely starting her online presence? Like she's about to launch her Instagram or she's trying to build that audience. What do you recommend for, for that entrepreneur? Like think back to yourself five, six years ago. What do you wish that you could tell yourself and share that advice with us so we can grow? So definitely you need to find your niche. Like what is it that you like? What is it that you love? For me, it was makeup. And as funny and easy as it may sound, as long as it's something that you love, you're passionate about, you're genuine about, people are going to see that it's going to come through and the following is just going to come that easy. If you are focusing too much on like, okay, I saw that food post get this many likes, so let me try that. And it doesn't hit. And then like next week you're like, okay, she did this look, let me do that. Maybe that'll be good. If you're bouncing around too much, people are going to get confused and that's not going to attract them. So usually when it comes to your page, you have to make sure you're consistent on what you're trying to show, you know, your audience. And that's what people are going to connect with. Um, for me, you know, it was my makeup, but now, you know, my most engagement that I get as it's really funny is my food. People love to see me eat. People love to see what I'm eating. I eat the most craziest things I'm eating 24 seven. I've gained like 15 pounds this quarantine. Um, so I feel like when you start with your niche, then you start bringing your personality and then, you know, people start loving certain things about you as the time goes by. Don't try to throw too much at once. I feel like personally, because then, you know, I feel like that doesn't like attract you, the people that makes sense. Okay. Priscilla, everything you just said is like speaking to my love language. If you guys just really quick on, um, what I'm a big advocate for as a business coach and just like my journey, right. is like, exactly what Priscilla just said is like, we get so caught up. We see, we get distracted by a shiny object. Like, Oh, she's posting food. I'm going to post food. Oh, she's posting fashion. I'm going to post fashion. Right. And we're just like all over the place, but really you got to build that audience. You got to build that personal brand, like what you're known for. And then later on, shoot, if you want to show yourself eating a burrito, like you do it right. And it's still generate. And then they're like, Oh, but look at her lashes and look at her burrito and like all of the things. Right. So that's goals for us is like, we want to be able to, funnel out and do different things. But at first, I love that you said that Priscilla was get really clear on your niche, your one thing, right? For you was makeup yeah. and then it led into fashion and then all of those things. So I think that we can all relate. I think that's a great way to start is getting clear on that one thing. So, so many great um, tips from you too, uh, Priscilla, and just like on, on what you do and your consistency and showing up and just that authenticity. So yeah, hungry. Consistent. I'm like, that'll get you guys to the top. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's that easy. Post every day. And, um, you know, like Raina said, it does take time. Don't think like, okay, I'm being consistent. I've seen girls where it'll take a year. Um, for instance, I have a friend who she'd post every single day, every single day. She would get a few likes, a few views. And then a year and a half later, homegirl has 800K. You know, it'll happen just like that. You just have to be patient and consistent. Yes. Thank you so much, Priscilla. You did so great. Um, I don't know if like. I'm all scared. I'm all sweaty. Yeah, no. I'm like, I don't know what you were nervous about. You're a natural. Thank you so much for your time and for all those Thanks. tips. Stay on so that we can go ahead and ask you questions at the end. Because I have our last panelist. 
Our next panelist is Michelle Anna. She is the creator and writer behind lovemichelleanna.com, a platform designed for modern women seeking inspiration for her lifestyle, beauty, and soul. Becoming a widow unexpectedly at the age of 26, she made the decision to repurpose her pain. Michelle decided that vulnerability and transparency would be the only way to move forward. Sharing her journey with her audience has now reached a community of over 180,000 dedicated followers from around the world. In addition, she has humbly graced the screens of millions with appearances in national commercials. She has committed her life to ultimately displaying what she stands for. Tragedy does not define your destiny. While she continues to discuss beauty and style on her platform, she's accepted to call and share the challenges of unprecedented realities she faces along the way. Some of these topics include, but are not limited to, being single again and living life on purpose after loss. With more than 10 million views on YouTube, Michelle Anna is committed to watching women experience, helping women experiencing grief, you know, and learning how to redefine their pain and encounter an intentional breakthrough. It's because of this that she's created her online mentorship course, The Flourish, the Flourish Effect. Michelle, are you there? I am. Hey, Michelle. Thank you hey, so much. Hey, girl. You are on the East Coast. We, um, uh, we have a few girls. Well, actually, we have women from all over the country. So thank you so much for plugging in. Yay. Uh, hey, y'all. Um, okay, so um, we got a few questions um, that we wanted to ask you, but our first one is really just how you connect super deeply with your audience and create those lifelong followers. How have you been able to get these, um, these 180,000 dedicated followers that have been with you through all your seasons of life? How do you get them to connect with you so deeply? Such an awesome question. I'm super passionate about the the people that follow me because I don't see it just as a number. I see it as hearts, right? Everyone has a different walk of life. And um, I just first want to thank you for even inviting me on today too. And you guys look absolutely beautiful. I'm looking at the room and I'm like, y'all are gorgeous. Okay. So I think for me, um, it, it reaches a soul level, right? I, I always want to make sure that as I uh, curate my content, as I share my life, um, as I'm sharing the different topics that I'm talking about, I want to make sure that I reach people at a soul level, right? At a human level. And what does that mean, right? So um, we all share a common thread that we all go through pain, right? We all go through traumatic situations. We all go through um, really hard times. And I think that even in the midst of a pandemic, a lot of us can probably attest to experiencing moments of uncertainty even now. And so I think that it's, it's so important for me as someone who... Um, gives hope to people and my content really kind of speaks to those areas. It's making sure that I'm aligning that content and making sure that I am, um, recognizing the human part of me and the human part of everyone and their different circumstances, as well as making sure that I am giving people practical things on how to be positive in such a maybe negative world. You know, um, we all, like I said, we all have um, experienced this pandemic in different ways, but I think that what makes people just really dedicated and kind of join me in this journey along the, along the way is the, is the, reason why I'm able to kind of speak the, the humanity part, you know what I mean? And so I think that 
people when they see someone that has all this following and has all these views and all these things, they don't see them as a human. And I'm like, girl, I'm a human too. I struggle too. I'm here with you. And so I always want people to kind of feel like they have a sister girl in me, you know, that they have a hermana, right? You know, that has kind of walked through certain tough things and um but is able to also come out on the other side just shining you know so I think that that's that's what I would say to that thank you so much Michelle um I just feel your energy your authenticity I feel it through the screen I know that we're all feeling it I love that you said you're just aligning your content and just remembering that people are real um and that realness I think even just in your conversation right now we're like okay we all want to be your friend and follow you forever right so that's what I'm saying is like, I think that that was a self ex like that, that just showed what you really stand for. And so Michelle, I know that you're a blogger and you're a digital creator. You're so creative. You've always for years, I followed you and you've always had different platforms and all of them always look so great. So what are your tips on making them look so crisp and collective? Um, like what would you recommend to someone that's like starting off? Yeah, so I feel like um, because I'm more of a lifestyle content creator, um, as I live life, I'm also um, consuming a lot of different things. I'm having moments, right? So, you know, what do we do with moments? We want to live them forever. So as I go about these things, I kind of stop and say, okay, this is a moment, you know, me making this smoothie. This is a moment. Me um, taking a walk. This is a moment. I think that when you can identify as a storyteller and you're sharing your story and you are also kind of like curating pretty content, right? Um, For me, I love to kind of document my day um, on IG story. So one thing that I would recommend is think of the story that you want to tell that day. You know, do you want to share your smoothie recipes in the morning? Do you want to share how the books that you're reading and maybe like one tidbit that you got from that? There's so many things that happen in our worlds, in our daily lives, right? That it's kind of like we can literally squeeze content out of anything. Um, but I think to make it pretty, quote unquote, um, you just have to identify, you know, maybe like even staging the moment, right? Um, Making sure that you have, I think this goes like industry standard. Natural lighting is absolutely amazing. Natural lighting is amazing. Okay. Um, And so just making sure that you have that element of good lighting. Let me tell you something. It makes a huge difference when you are taking a picture in dull lighting versus natural lighting. Um, Another thing that I love to use too is presets um, and making it look more on the natural side because I know that there are all different types of presets. We all love, you know, to maybe even have some sort of color coordination or whatever. Um, but I think that whatever is authentic to you, whatever kind of looks and feels like your vibe, your aesthetic, I would definitely encourage you to, um, you know, explore presets and what presets are for anyone who may not know, is just literally a file that you can purchase online, um, for the low, you can purchase it on maybe creativemarket.com or, um, I don't know of any other, but that's the one that I've used and you can pay like 10 bucks and just have a preset on your photo, which is just a filter that can make it look um, a certain way. So you can kind of, um, it's called creativemarket.com. You can kind of make it look more warm or more cool, um, adjust it to how you kind of like it, whatever your vibe. Right now, I'm kind of liking the warm kind of view. Uh, so that's kind of like where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say, like play around, like have fun with it, whatever vibe you want to create 
feel free. What's the worst thing that can happen? You know? <laughs> so true. I love that. I love that you recommended the template or the, um, the preset for that. So that once you look at the Instagram page, right, it's all eclectic. It kind of looks yeah. like the same. They've been cut from the same fabric. Um, such great tips, natural lighting. So good. All, yeah. You can't underestimate that. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> thank you so much okay next question is how do you decide like what kind of content to create um so for me I kind of look at what's kind of happening in my world right like what you know I just moved into my uh, own apartment uh recently or I moved back to New Jersey and um you know I what comes along with moving right what comes along with moving is you got to decorate you got to clean up you got to pack you have to unpack you have to buy new things so I'm already like I have so much content with that alone, you know, because you're moving, you know, what are the, what are the things that I need? That's content. Um, you know, you also identify opportunities for sponsorships. So I recently worked with Wayfair um, to be able to facilitate a lot of the home decor that I had. So that was an amazing partnership that I, that I had re most recently. So I'm looking at what's happening in my world. I'm looking at what's happening in the world at at large um, and how to just insert my voice in that and what I have to say and also recognizing that the content that I have to give and what I have to say is valuable. So true, Michelle. Sometimes we think like, oh, well, I'm just moving. No one wants to see that. But people want to see what you're doing, right? They want to see all of the back end stuff, the, what it looked like after. So it's so true that you said that. Sometimes we ourselves maybe tell ourselves like this isn't valuable, but I love that you're like, oh, cool. This is a great opportunity to create Absolutely. a ton of content. Okay, so then how do you plan your content photo shoots? Well, so before this whole thing, right, <laughs> I, uh, I work with a photographer ongoing. And um, what we do is, uh, well, what I do before that moment is create a Pinterest board for those branded kind of photo shoots. So I'll go on Pinterest. Let's say I am, you know, uh, for the sake of the example, the home decor one, right? Um, or not even home decor, more so like, let's say if I'm working with a curly hair brand, I am looking at the different like lifestyle shots that I can take in a bathroom or in my kitchen or just trying to make it always feel humane like what is the actual note like what am I like the action that I'm taking to do my hair where is it more natural is it more natural in my bedroom is it more natural in my in my uh, bathroom so just creating boards for the different uh shoots that I'm um partaking in and especially like the branded ones uh, or the partnership ones those are definitely important to make sure you have a clear concise uh, plan as to how the shots that you want the um all that stuff matters you know even down to outfits and things like that that so matters and then it also allows for the shoot to to be quick nobody wants a four-hour photo shoot every other week i'm sorry i get tired very quickly and i'm like it's a lot of work so preparation is definitely one thing that i would say that has helped so pinterest boards preparation making sure that everything is kind of mapped out making sure you uh communicate that to your photographer and um he or she knows the mission and what it is that you guys want to accomplish for that day so even just maybe creating a note in the notes app or whatever notes app you have and saying hey these are the shots that i really need um or these are the video aspects that i really need and um kind of going from there so i would say ultimately prepare 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 always such great tips. So I love the Pinterest board idea, planning the shots, right? Like, all right, we're going in. These are the shots I need. One, two, three, this is the look and just like map it out so that it's in and out so quick and efficient. Okay, Michelle, last question for you. 
is that you've mentioned before, like some brand sponsorships and partnerships, like how do you get those brand sponsorships? So maybe if people want to be an influencer or they want to um, get some sponsors for their blog or for events, like how do you, um, how do you get those? And maybe tell us about some of the brands that you've worked with. Absolutely. So I think for me, um, I've been kind of blessed because I of where I live. Um, so I, I get a lot of industry event invites. So being so close to New York, I mean, it's just a train away. So um, there's a lot of events that happen. But before that, I think what happens is just a... Um, um, making sure that you're taking advantage of the networking events that happen in your area, right? So wherever you are located, go and meet people, right? I know that is a little hard right now. It's like different now, but even in a virtual aspect, people are being so dynamic and so innovative that, I mean, they're creating webinars and, and I mean, conferences where you can literally see people and meet people. Um, just look at, look for the people on this list and connect with them. You never know. One thing that I love about my experience is the fact that I never just look for the main person in the room. You got to connect with the social media managers. You got to connect with the people behind the brand because they're the ones that make things move. So if you build genuine relationships at these networking events or virtual networking events um, and make sure that you, you know, you do make your requests known like, Hey, you know, eventually after you make those connections, like, Hey, where can I send um, my media kit to? I would love to work with you um, because there is, there is a goal here, right? But make sure that you're interacting with the brand, make sure that you're interacting with the people behind the brand. There are people behind the brand and those are the ones that make things happen. So that's very important. And I think that um, one of my favorite partnerships has been with Sephora. Um, that was super amazing. And then um, one of my most recent ones was uh, Bumble and Bumble, which is a, a hair care line. And they actually um, are launching a specifically a curly hairline, which I know my hair is slicked back today, but I have very big curly hair. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see. Um, and uh, for me, that was huge representation, um, being a Latina with big curly hair and making sure that Bumble and Bumble knew who I was, you know? And so that was major because it, you don't see that representation um, in that line. And so for me, um, it's an honor to represent my people, who I am, my ethnicity. So I think that that's probably like one of the most, my most recent favorite partnerships right now. So good. Hey, Afro-Latina, you know, in the Femina logo, there is an Afro-Latina girl on there with the big curls. And I, I have a few curly haired friends and I always like wish I had that. So thank you so much for sharing that. I love that you said to share your media to um, your media kit. And honestly, just working with people that are like not the main people, right? Sometimes we show up and we're like, okay, I'm going to talk to the main person. I've been there. Yeah. And instead we're like, who makes things move? Who is behind the scenes, right? That is who you need to connect with. So that is such a valuable tip. If um, you can just tell us a little bit about what a media kit is. That was just a quick question. That's actually yeah, absolutely. I think about I think about the things that um uh, that are like readily available to us via Google. Like it's crazy how many things are available to us 
for free. So if you even go on canva.com or Google and just kind of discover the different elements of a media kit, a media kit is pretty much your media resume, you know, your analytics, your numbers, partnerships that you've had in the past. It's just literally a, a card um, or um, a media resume that pretty much identifies with your experience as an influencer and as a maybe even a small business owner looking for sponsorships or to partner with a you know bigger brand so it's it's literally like a resume for the things that you've done and really identifying yourself as an authority in your area and industry i know that you said you worked with sephora bumble and bumble um i always see you on the mattress firm commercials like i literally have seen that commercial a hundred times you guys if you ever see a mattress firm commercial and you see a latina with big curly hair that's michelle we know her <laughs> But um, what other big lines have you worked with or like big brands that just maybe by sending your media kit or like pitching them, right? Like your influence, who else have you worked with? Absolutely. So I have worked with, here's the thing, when it comes to my coin, I don't play. So closed mouths do not get fed. So you have to let people know who you are, what you have to offer, um, and be confident in that. We are very all unique and we have something to offer and it's very special. Um, so for me, um, I pitched myself to Carol's daughter. Um, I've pitched myself to um, uh, Walmart too and Target. And I was able to to literally work with them in ways that I was like, what? Um, also last year I went on like my first influencer trip where that was fully paid for and I got paid for it um, simply by making, um, you know, make negotiating and making sure they knew what I wanted because I think so often we feel like we're gonna say yes because oh my God, they reached out or oh my God, they actually replied and said yes to me. But know that you have value too and you can ask for this scary number. Like it's time, like there's a budget, there's a budget just for us and it's there. So, um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. Like, I thank you so much, Michelle. Okay. So there were so many valuable nuggets there. I love that you said closed mouths don't get fed. Um, I'm really not being afraid to ask. Yeah. Lots of people saying we wish you, we had your hair. Um, but <laughs> yeah, everybody's beautiful. <laughs> you, Michelle. Okay. So really quick, I'm going to open it up for questions. We, I want to be respectful of everyone's time. And so we just have seven minutes. So if you guys want to drop, um, a question in the chat and specify who it's for, if you have, if you want someone specifically to answer it, and then they're going to briefly answer in 30 seconds so that we can get to a couple of questions. Okay, Vanessa, this is for Michelle. How do you decide which brands you want to work with? Um, I'm very specific uh, about the brands that I work uh, with. So that's a very good question. The reason why is because I do add the element of faith into my content. And so I always want the messaging behind the brand to be positive, right? So um, I, I really, really pride myself in not just taking any old thing that comes my way because there are awesome opportunities. But if they're not in alignment with my messaging and if my if my audience is not really feeling that and I know they're not going to feel it, I'm not going to expose them just because it's good money. I'm going to say no because I know something bigger and, and better is going to come anyway. So that's kind of how the process that I um, that I go with. Yes, I love that posture, that brand alignment, and in alignment with your morals and faith. So, so good. Yeah. Gladys says, how, many, how um, many followers should you have before you look for sponsors? Micro-influencer is a thing right now. So it really doesn't, I, I, I wouldn't limit um, your um, 
the thing is that people want um, to reach your audience, whether if you have a hundred to 10,000, if you can turn your, your, uh, your followers into consumers, um, they want your people because you can, you have the language of being able to turn them into, turn them into dollar signs, into revenue for them. So I don't, I really don't think there's a magic number in terms of like following. So powerful. Thank you, Michelle. You're giving us so many great insights. Yep. Micro-influencers are for sure a thing. Okay. So Jessica Marcus says, question for all, maybe the first person who wants to answer is, how do you get traffic to your page if you're just starting off? I can add something, Jess. Um, it really comes down to knowing like your ideal audience, right? So who you're trying to like collaborate with or, or build relationships with. And um, I personally do it either through like um, exploring, like searching, um, searching for a specific like hashtag like you can search for a specific hashtag you can search for a specific location and follow people that you truly want to follow and that you truly want to build build a relationship with um and then you could do it through hashtags you could do it to through um you know your friends followers if you guys have something in common as long as it's not conflicting with any other company and then um through explore and really just like who do you need who are you like looking for who's your ideal ideal audience in the sense of like if you're looking through hashtags know that that person is going to be someone who puts hashtags so maybe that's already someone who is ideally promoting stuff or trying to get out there or like building content so that's possibly going to be maybe like a partner a business partner things like that right if you're looking for someone who's not really like instagram savvy then maybe hashtags is not going to be the thing maybe you're just going to look at friends friends and things like that so i don't know if that's yeah and build your to build it I mean it's gonna take just really building those relationships I feel like engagement is key um you can have like nowadays I know in like um what is it called Canada that you can't see people's likes anymore it's not really about likes or followers really anymore it's about engaging in and Instagram's new algorithm is do you have a friendship with this person Instagram basically wants to know who spends the most time on Instagram so if you're having genuine conversations with people um, because the more you're on Instagram the more they can put ads up the more Instagram makes money right so it's about having those genuine engagements and conversations and I truly feel like it goes down in the DMs like you really want to like personalize it and like take that time to build those connections because those people are more likely going to buy your product or your service if they have if you if you have a genuine relationship and if they trust you um such a great answer reina thank you so much um going back to michelle it says i'd like to know how you motivate yourself um on the days when you feel down um yeah that's really good uh, so i i think it comes down to sometimes you won't feel motivated some days are really hard you know um so it comes down to why you're doing this you know having the end in mind why are you creating the content that you're creating what is the goal you know is it to inspire someone on how to do you know uh, a snatch smoky eye is it to inspire a soul is it to so always having the end in mind always leading with your why why are you doing this um because motivation does sometimes kind of flee it's fleeting sometimes you don't want to do anything <laughs> so if you remember your why it'll go the distance so so good thank you uh, michelle for that remembering the why why you got started okay this question's for erica how do you plan your posts and do you think that posting more is more important or the quality is more important oh so for me um you know, sometimes I feel like we get caught up in, for me personally, at least I can say this, 
I get caught up in there's those days and I'm like, oh shoot, I have to post. Or, you know, you almost feel like that pressure just to post to post. But for me, it is goes back to the quality. It goes back to, you know what, every single one of us has something to share. Every single one of us has a story to tell. So really don't hold back. Don't um, feel like you have to fit into this box of who the internet is telling you to be. You know, because sometimes it's really easy to fall into, into that. So for me, it's definitely quality um, is more important. And if I don't post every day, um, then I don't post every day. But I go, I, I go back to what is it that I'm wanting to say? What is it that I'm wanting to share? Um, why is it that people are wanting to hear from me? And really just be you. You know, don't be afraid to share your voice because what you have to say it matters. And again, people are following you because they care about what you have to say and they are interested in what you have to share. So, so for me, it definitely goes back to, at the end of the day, um, speaking your voice and not being afraid to navigate and to own your space. Thank you so much, Erica. I love that so much. Okay, last question we are going to give to Priscilla here. And it's um, we have about four or five questions for you, Priscilla, but I'm going to try to condense it into one. So it looks like um, we have a lot of women that are wanting to either get into fashion, that are in fashion, that have boutiques, or want to start a boutique. But how do you balance the makeup and the fashion part? And then also, like, maybe somebody that's wanting to start a boutique, like, how would they know that they're ready? How do you stand out doing glam if, like, there's so many w women that do glam? So maybe just give us your best tip for all of that. <laughs> So how do I balance doing, um, you know, posting my makeup and outfits? So pretty much what I'll do like in one day, just, um, you know, to have that good content is I will do my makeup. I will try on, you know, plenty of clothes, go outside right when I have my golden hour or inside, you know, my studio downstairs. And, you know, I'll just take really good pictures, whether it's right here. I mean, if you guys follow me, you probably have seen this background. Um, I'll take pictures here, really trying to show my makeup in the clothes. Um, what I'll do is I'll have one picture where it kind of shows the clothing a little bit more. You swipe to the right and it's going to show, you know, my makeup products a little bit better. So that's going to drive both my clothing, whatever I have on my face to go, you know, so they could check out more of what I have on my boutique, in my boutique. Um, cover it. How did you decide that you were ready to have a boutique? At first you had a boutique with makeup and then you brought in clothing. How did you decide that you were going to transition or bring those in? So when I first started, funny thing is the store was basically just for me to have a location centrally located to take my makeup clients because that's how my main income was coming in. I was tired of the driving. I felt like I wasn't having the opportunity to fully have the clientele that I needed because, you know, you drive one hour here, you do makeup here and it was just too much. So that started as, you know, my makeup studio. I always wanted to bring the clothing in, but the funds weren't there. So if you shop with me in the beginning, I always had a rack. I always had merch. I always had something going on. I'm just like that. I'm like, okay, what's the next thing I could do? So that was always a plan, but, um, you know, I didn't have the money. And so it just takes time. I started with very few products and now, you know, I'm expanding my store now. So it just takes time, you know, and it's, it's going to be almost four years. So it doesn't happen overnight for some people. It can, you know, if you do have the money to do that, I didn't have the money to do that. I've never gotten a loan. All of this is, you know, cash. 
So yes. such great advice too. Yeah. Like we said at the beginning, just getting clear, really one thing. And then once your clients see what you have and they love that, they just want to keep working with you and buying from you. So you're just really meeting that need of the market is like, Oh, well now you need a cute outfit to go with those lashes. Yeah. Oh, you need these jeans to go with this. Like, like, um, Michelle said this snatch smoky eye, right? Um, lastly, I, um, I did get a plug here that, uh, that Vanessa said, um, that you took my course. Um, and thank you for, for getting clarity through your coaching lessons. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Thank you. Um, for everyone that has tuned in, you guys, you know, it's, it just shows that you're really committed to building yourself, to growing your, your social media, your business. If you're here on a Saturday morning, you guys. Um, so thank you so much for plugging in, for staying this whole time. I hope that you got some valuable information from start to finish. The speakers were incredible. I took so many great notes and just really just showing up for you guys until our event in August, August 16th, Ambiciosa Bootcamp, a whole workshop day for women that know they're meant for mass. Thank you so much for tuning in and plugging in. Gracias y nos vemos pronto. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so grateful for you. If you want to keep hearing podcasts like this, nothing inspires me more than seeing that people are subscribing. So please subscribe, please leave a review and tell me what are some of the key lessons you learned and how you're going to apply this to your business. Also, can you do one more thing for me? Take a screenshot and post it. I'll definitely share it and just remember one more thing. You could be one strategy away from making it big. Hasta la próxima. Say goodbye, Latina business couch. Say goodbye, Latina business couch.